yourself. If people don't like you, if you're being yourself, fuck Can you speak? Can you hit you with the hard truth? The uncut from the gut. He pulls no punch on this podcast. He blasts real-ish. Take on topics most folks won't deal with. Now that's that Mims mentality. Give you a dose of entertainment and reality. That balance of make you laugh and think. So hear him when he say, let me talk to the folk on the street. Talk to the incarcerated and liberated. Let me talk to the judges, politicians and lawyers, trap boys, hustlers and soldiers, men and women, no matter what color, creed or religion. That's what No Limit Larry is giving. The truth, shining the light, walking the walk. Giving perspective from his perspective. You tapped in, you listening, we're good. Welcome to Let Me Talk. And you know, we got to start off tonight's podcast. You know what came down today the uh, grand jury, the grand jury indictment in the Breonna Taylor case. Um, if you haven't been watching, or if you have been watching, uh, what happened was the uh, LMPD, the Louisville. Metro Police Department and the grand jury did decide to indict one of one of the three officers and what he was indicted on was wanton endangerment, which means he was not indicted on murder, manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter, or none of that. He was actually indicted for uh shooting into the residents of her neighbor's house and endangering them those those residents. He wasn't um really cited for doing anything toward Breonna Taylor. So a lot of people um, in Louisville and all across America are feeling the remnants from this indictment that came down. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like we already knew, you know, for for a lot of us in the culture, we, 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 we was hoping for that it was going to go different this time. But I think we kind of already knew that none of these officers really would be charged with a crime. And I know a lot of people been out there on the front lines. A lot of people still are out there protesting and it's no justice in this Breonna Taylor case. But like I said, I, I think deep in our hearts and deep in our minds, we, we pray for the best outcome. But this is what came out of, um, and if you don't know what a grand jury is, because a lot of people here, you hear the term grand jury, you don't even know what that is. You know, you know, jury consists of 12 people, but a grand jury is between 16 and 23 people. They pick them, they pick them randomly. And what they hear is they hear the prosecutors uh, and witnesses present the case before it goes to trial or they decide if it's going to go to trial or they and they decide if any charges are going to be brought against anybody. And this is what the grand jury decided in this case. And it's kind of like the LM. Uh, PD kind of knew because the um, governor and the mayor had already put in place a curfew for a Louisville resident. So they kind of already knew that what was coming down, I think. And, you know, just last week, just about a week ago, like Barbara Schmerder say, just about a week ago, you know, they did settle in the case. And that that was crazy because, you know, usually the civil case takes about two, three years before they even decide to settle one and then two before they decide to settle, or if they do decide to settle in a civil case, they usually do not disclose. They don't disclose. <laughs> they don't disclose the um, terms and conditions of the settlement. So they did that last week. They they told they told us that the Breonna Taylor and the Taylor family was uh, the Taylor family was going to receive twelve million dollars, and that included in the settlement was police reform. So if you missed that indictment, did come down. However, none of the officers were charged in her murder. So. 
Uh, we definitely will be talking about that on the radio. All right, let me talk the podcast. It's your man, No Limit Larry. I told you we keep it a thousand because a hundred ain't enough. I had to go get my big home and my big partner out the city. He got the city going crazy right now. <laughs> I'm talking about, boy, the boy came in and everybody had to get on. I said, boy, ain't no way. I got to get me some of this. Shout out to my man, Cutty Boy, who brought it to me. He was like, bruh, I want to put you in it. So then I met I met the man behind the gear, and I'm like, yo, I, I got to be down with this. Zoo Way Apparel used to be called Zoo Shit, but you changed the name. My man, I don't know if you want to say your real name. Nah, we're going to go with Zeus for now. All right, so my man Zeus in the building. I ain't going to say the you know, You know, I got to ask my, my friends. You don't say that real now. You just, you just never know. We're going to go with that for now. Yeah, we're going with that. So my man Zeus, man, go on to show him that. Show Facebook that yeah, Charlotte gift so they know what I'm talking about. And I, got a, I got a couple herbal crumbs on it, but listen. Not herbal crumbs. You know what I'm saying? So, so what I'm trying to do now with the brand is I'm trying to keep up with Jordan. You know, he's going crazy. So, shit, I got to go crazy. So that's where we at with it. Um, as y'all know, we started off with some simple, mm-hmm. simple designs, some simple colors, but now we getting a little more intricate, we getting, getting a little more nasty with it. So um, y'all just kind of seeing everything develop and blossom, and um, the movement's crazy. Man, the movement is crazy. Huh? He got to get close to the right. Okay. You know, the, move, the movement is crazy, bro. When you talk about that Charlotte gear, it is, I mean, like I said, when I first saw it, I was like, damn, boy, what's that? And I saw Cutty Boy with it. Yeah. And then he was like, bro, you, I got to get you some of this. And oh, yeah. It, it started for me with the jackets. I saw the yeah. jackets first. Was yeah. that the first thing you did? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, when I when I started with the jackets, it was about a couple years ago. Um, and I really just started, you know, where, where everything originated from, the hood. Yeah. And um, they they loved it. And yeah. I just kind of kept it there. And um, I brought a design in, and uh, Cuddy came to me said, man, he said, man, we're going to make this the number one brand in the city. Yeah. And I ain't believe him, but I knew what I had, and mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to do, and we put it in, put the plan in action, and that's where we got. Yeah, there it is, that's man. That's where we got, and um, hopefully, hopefully we can keep climbing. But you, you climbing right now? Like I said, uh, Cuddy brought it to me, seeing the Charlotte, and how did you even come up with the whole design with the with with, with the way you do the Charlotte? Put it on the face, and then you came right behind that with the sweatpants, with the shorts. Then you jacked the whole Charlotte Hornet. Brand. Man, listen. We ain't gonna need to talk about it. We'll talk about that in a minute. Man, but listen. how did you even come up with the logo for it? Um, I mean, what 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 inspired the whole uh idea was just being uncaged. I I, I called it Zusha Apparel when I first started because I wanted people to play with the name a little bit. And Zoo was really where where I wanted to hit hit them at, in the in the heart. Mm-hmm. And the and and the message when I first started was just living untamed, uncaged, mm-hmm. and um, following no rules. Mm-hmm. And that's how I did it. I just came in, um, as you can see, you know, it's inspired by the boy Nip. And when it, when he passed, you know, everybody went in their think tank about what he meant to them. Mm-hmm. And um, I listened to a, a bunch of his songs, and his message was just telling me like, this the blueprint, bro. What you gonna do with it? Mm-hmm. And like that hustle, motivate. The, racks the, in the middle. The, the, mo, the, mo, the motivation, just the motivation. His hustle, the 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 the, the blatant realness that he gave us, mm-hmm. and I just soaked it all in. Yeah. And and that's where, 
it all just came. It just it just blew up from there. How long how long you been designing? Because like I said, the design. You know, when you anytime you do a brand or you do clothes, the design is for it to take off. The design, the material, all that, the texture, all that has to be crazy. So how long you been designing? Um, two years, two two strong years. I I got into it. Um, I wanted to learn the fabrics. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how things were made. And and when when I found out how, I was like, well, shit, I can make anything. So that's where I'm at. And it it turned into something for me. And when people started watching what I was doing, how I started putting the people around me into what I was doing, mm-hmm. they started gravitating to it. They started wanting to develop their brand in a different way. And now it's grown into me developing for other brands. And it's 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 a it's a great feeling. So when you when you took when you took the design and you went to the whole Charlotte Hornet thing, what made you jump on that? Cause that man, went crazy. Man, listen, when when I when I first started, I was on everything. I was on the Bulls. I even dipped into the Gatorade. Mm-hmm. And, and and then when I hit the Hugo, it was like, that's my favorite. That's my favorite logo. That's mm-hmm. my that's my that's my favorite guy. Super Hugo is really my favorite guy. Yeah. But everybody loves Hugo. Mm-hmm. So I put that on. I put that on one of my designs, and it went crazy. But I felt like I was doing too much with it, so I had to play with it. Mm-hmm. So that's where the Hugo mask up came from. The whole COVID epidemic, pandemic at this point, it just inspired it all. Like everybody got to be masked up. So yeah. why not? Why not mask up Hugo? You masked up Hugo. <laughs> uh, what was it like, man, when you started seeing like everybody wearing your design? Because you know, like I always like when I talk to football and basketball players, I ask them. I don't even ask them about their first game. You know what I ask them about? I say, what it was like seeing yourself on Madden or seeing yourself on NBA 2K? Like, damn, that mama, that me. So what is life for you seeing man, people wearing your brand? Man, um, it's surreal. Um, but it's it's something that that this guy told me I'd be doing a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um it just feel like I'm at home. You know, it feel like somebody talked me into this place. And I just kinda just set myself up for it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I, I, I was out earlier and um a guy was talking about the brand, and he saw me in it, but he didn't know I was developing the brand. So just seeing the love that's coming behind what work I'm putting out is crazy. Who is, the, who is the most famous person uh, that has worn your brand right now? Uh, Breland. Bashar Breland. Uh, no, no, I can't even say that because my man Goldmouth. My go my man Goldmouth smashed, you yeah, know, yeah. with the uh, with the whole painting um a West End, yeah. Um, our Betty's Ford. So, um, my boy, my boy Rich Dunk put it on too. He Dunk. put it out there. One time with Dunk, <laughs> you know, only he, boy in the city with one drink. He definitely put it out there. Um, hot boy man, Shaq. Hot boy, definitely hot boy Shaq. Hot boy now, Shaq brought a lot. I got. I, I need to holler at that boy. I need <laughs> a, Shaq I need, a lot I need of to holler at that boy. You know, I want, and, I, and, and that's where I'm at with it all. I want to do custom work for people. Yeah. And I've seen um, designers take their craft to the next level and you know that's what me and my team always talk about is never doing what we did last time so I, you know i want to meet some of these uh you know artists because mm-hmm. they're not just rappers or perform they're artists mm-hmm. you know it's artistry that they're putting out and i want to meet with them and do some custom work and see how and see what we can come up with see what performances they can step out with some zoo on and crush and just crush everybody and just steal the show 
Also, shout out to my man Touche Jeff McGinnis because he he always man. hit me up. Boy, I need them man, red listen. shorts. Boy, I need them blue shorts. Boy, I need them. <laughs> hit your boy up, man, that, That's what that's what guy you always tell me about. Yeah. Always on top of the brand. But he love it. Oh. He's a Charlotte representative. Oh, definitely, man. I, I stay on top of his page. I love what he's doing for the youth. Yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely deep. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So speaking of speaking of the youth, are you going to incorporate the youth in anything you're doing? Like, are you going to do a kid line or or you going to bring some kid models in? Are you going to do oh, anything man. with the youth? I, um, I wanted to bring some of the uh, Zoo Baby pieces. Zoo Baby? Man, look. The Zoo Baby. Zoo uh, Baby. Okay. That's the women's line. And I started with the activewear. Um, that's in. So y'all will see models with it. Um, uh, I'm not gonna just. What put you got it out like there. leggings and stuff like that? It's um, like it's, it's uh leggings with a broader match with a crop top shirt to go over top of that, and with the weather changing, mm -hmm. uh, I'm probably gonna do jackets to match that. Yeah. So it's a whole suit, just like how the men been grabbing their suits, the women will be able to do the same thing. Um, how I'm getting into the children, um, it's crazy. There's a Montessori. And the mm -hmm. AAU team mm -hmm. that I'm uh, about to start developing uniforms for. So I, I think that's going to be my first entry into the children's. Now, uh, you know, you start talking basketball, you talking my language, so. I already know. I already know. I already know. <laughs> you start talking my language, you start you, talking you, you, basketball. You been a baller. Everybody yeah, know yeah, that. Everybody know how to get on the court with Larry. It ain't gonna be, it's and not going to be sweet. One thing about it, we, <laughs> we might not win the game, but we're going to be pretty not winning the game. My team always had a dopest uniform. Yeah. You got always. to do me something. And that's, and, you know, that's what I want to get into. And not just... You know, little, you know, flimsy uniform. I want to get into something nice that you could step out with a middle school, a high school, or a college team and, and really just wow the crowd before the game. I remember that. Mm -hmm. What made you get into designing? Because, you know, a lot of us don't grow up and we're like, oh, I'm going to be a fashion designer. I'm going to design clothes. What made you get into designing? Um, man, you know, I've always been out here hustling. Yeah. You know, and... I always been I went with high, when we were in high school. That's what it was about dress. Yeah. Um. It just never. It just never went away. And uh, when I got a chance to put, you know, invest into it the right way, to have a clear mind to put people in the right position to not, you know, exploit myself and not put, mm -hmm. my, you know, put me in a bad position. I hit the button and I, I found a, a great team and and we lit. Yeah, how how is how important is that finding a great team? Because you know you can only go as far as your team will take you. Uh, whew, that's that's the main that's the main thing. Like and I, how did you how did you assemble and put your team together? How did you know that this was the right group of people to have around you to make your brand grow? Um, it's it's God's work. You the universe uh, will put people in the path that you're going purposefully, and I feel like. He didn't make any mistakes this time. And what I did uh, learn from all of this is that with growth, people fall off of that path. But you also are put, or people are put in front of you going down a different path, to, mm -hmm. you know, a growth. So, I mean, he, God doing what he's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm meeting who I'm supposed to meet. People are uh, leaving as they are uh, wish or may, but I, you know, I welcome anybody back mm -hmm. that that still got love for the brand. It's it's all love. It's like that's that's where it came from. That's where it's gonna end. No living, Larry. Let me talk the podcast where we keep it a thousand because a hundred ain't enough. Got my man Zeus in the building from Zoo Wear Apparel. You've been seeing the apparel go crazy all over the city. Uh, not only in the city of Charlotte, though. You're talking about expanding the brand and doing other cities. So what's next for it? Ah. <sighs> 
Well, I guess uh, I, I I didn't mean to, but Miami Miami kind of. MIA yo, we on the way to MIA yo. Yeah, well, Miami showed crazy interest, but I think Atlanta. It's so close. That's like, we like little Atlanta. I mean, I feel like Atlanta, why not? Why not? I got some homies out of Atlanta. You got some homies in Atlanta. We going Y'all to see them somebody homies. somebody in Atlanta. Yeah, ATL. And I think that way. Atlanta show love to the city, and just like we show love to Atlanta. And why not collab? It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time to take everything that we doing here and expand it outward. Yeah. Music, whatever. Yeah. Art, whatever. Speaking of that, you got anything else going on outside of the clothing line? Like you in the music, you anything else, or what, what you got going on? Ah, oh, man. I did that a long time ago, the music. You did music a long, long time, time ago. ago? You a single rapper? I, I did the flow. I, did, I, I, had, I had me a mixtape. You had a mixtape? Yeah, I had a little mixtape. What was the name of it? It was called One Shot. One Shot. It was called One Shot. Look, look, that's what it was. It was going to be One Shot. That was, it? that was it? Yeah. So, listen, listen. So, I'm trying. I'm trying to, I'm developing the mixtape. They laughing because they know what happened. I'm developing the mixtape and I get shot two times. You got shot? Two times. Damn. While I'm doing the mixtape, so I said, I said, damn all the rapping. I, gotta I, gotta, go. I gotta let it go. Take care of these kids and get back to life. Hey. Man, you don't even look, you don't even look old enough to have no Man, kids, bro. Look, we not even gonna talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. Anybody that knows me know daddy is a daddy. Okay, that's a father, for real. So, uh, what you got, boy, girl? What you got? Man, I got girls. I got boys. You got, I got both. I got both. So, you know. The, what they say about men is they say when you have a little girl, it changes you. Now, I can testify to this because before I had my first daughter, it's just the way that I move was, was totally different. Like, the, my whole way of thinking was her, totally different. How is it being a daddy to a girl? How is that different from being a daddy to a son? Oh, man. For you? It's, oh, for me. Um, oh, man. It's night and day. Because you you see so much of yourself in your boys, and your daughters show you everything you never knew about a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of it, it kind of take it take you back like, oh, like what? yeah. <laughs> so this is why women like this. Right, 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 right. So right, this is right. why oh y'all been this way. Yeah. And so and- they just. <laughs> <laughs> Like if any man with a daughter and, and, and may or may agree, may disagree, but for me, I think your daughter they, they gives they give you the, like the purest feeling. Like they oh, give yeah. you the purest feeling. Like oh, yeah. you know what sometimes women you gotta guess. You gotta you gotta try to think about what they're thinking about. What's your daughter, she's gonna tell you no. what's on her mind. She's walking up to you right time. away. Yeah. Right away. She's gonna walk up to so you. So it's like time. you get you get a woman's purest feelings yeah. out of your daughter. So you like you said, you like, damn, that's what that's how y'all think. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how much I learned about grown women with my daughters. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, oh, well, you know, because your dad always tell you, never understand women. <laughs> and you don't. You think you, you think you, you, he tell you you're not Houdini, but you try it. Yeah. And you're not. But with your daughters, you understand why you're not Houdini. You know, because they, they, like you said, the purest form of real, mm-hmm. they give it to you. They, they, they embody it, and you can't hide from it. So do any, do any of your children want to be designers, or do you put them in the brand? That's what they want to do? Man, they, they, got do they, every, ideas? they got every shirt that <laughs> I've ever made yeah. and every shirt that I've ever produced for brand-wise. Mm-hmm. They got every shirt. 
So my son sits up late night designing uh, jerseys and selling them on Roblox. Okay. So he grinding. Well, he making money. That's he grinding on Roblox. Hey, listen, that I don't know. That. But but his, his he aspires to do what Daddy doing. So I already know I'm gonna put him in the right pocket one day. Mm -hmm. And uh, they working. Mm -hmm. So so we you know often we talk about our successes. Now you know you got a crazy brand. Did you ever design something like man? What the fuck is this? Man, I done designed shit that came, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> and I and I done designed stuff for other brands, and they it came, and they was like, "What the fuck is this?" So I'm learning that designing is just a continuum. It's 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 a never ending thing. There's mm -hmm. limitless possibilities. There's millions of ideas. You know, it's a uh, like when people say, well, "What what you gonna do with somebody copy?" I'm like, "It's a fucking jungle." Okay, first of all, it's a jungle. Mm -hmm. So you gonna go in the jungle? You need to have your shit together before you go in there. Before you go in there, you, you know. Be ready. So if you create something dope, you better be prepared to create something doper than that, mm -hmm. because somebody is is Preach. looking at it. And somebody gonna steal it. For, not necessarily. Sir, they're, they're, they're hunting that shit yeah. down. And, yeah. and and at the end of the day, if you're not creating something doper than you did before, they they can keep up with you easily. Mm -hmm. But when you when you when you keep creating, you leave them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, nah, man, sorry. So many came and have conversations yeah. about different things that go on. That's why I said that does that sound familiar? Because you know, you can get caught up in in oh man, somebody stole my idea or somebody stole my look. You can get caught up in that. You'll forget, you know, that what you'll you'll forget to be a creator yourself. Oh yeah. Because you so caught up in somebody trying to steal man, my shit. That is number one. Yeah. Don't give a fuck what somebody else doing. And one time uh, uh, in day training school. They, I, one thing stuck out to me, and it was an old school saying, and it was it, it, it was never meant to be disrespectful. And I think that our culture really finds it disrespectful, but then on a business standpoint, minding your business didn't start out as a disrespectful connotation. Mm -hmm. When another businessman were, uh, was to tell another businessman to mind his business, it was to tell him to pay attention more attention to his own business so that he can flourish, mm -hmm. so that he doesn't fall. Mm -hmm. Not, don't pay attention to my shit. Mind your own business and grow. Yeah. You know, so you don't, you don't, like you said, find yourself paying attention to something else and losing focus. One of the best memes I've seen on Instagram is Nike don't give a damn about Reebok. Don't give a shit. <laughs> they still and McDonald's don't give a damn about uh, Burger King. Burger or Wendy's, they still Wendy's make a fried burger about. and got a, million, a billion sold a year. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's, so it's, Harris T don't care nothing about food life. Man, my boy, what what what, what uh, Slim Hood say? It's just work. It's just work, baby. It's you know what I mean? You got to keep working. Speaking of working, man, you got a lot of stuff going on. You actually um, went to West Boulevard. You went in the store over there. How did you make that pop off? It's fifteen oh one, right? Yeah, fifteen forty one. Fifteen forty one. Fifteen forty one. Fifteen forty one. West Boulevard. Fifteen forty one. Uh, West Boulevard. It. I mean, it's it it started off like. Any strange relationship, I I I really wasn't introduced to Slim. Cuddy mm -hmm. Cuddy knew Slim, and um shout out to Slim Hood, Slim Hood. So, yeah, man, shout, shout out to Slim and Cuddy. I um and they they linked in, and at first it didn't. I was I'm a hustler, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna meet you in my car. Yeah. So for the first four or five months of the brand, you couldn't get it unless I met you. Right, right, right. And then that's where the love I, I know came from, and then that's that's why I feel it. Um, we put it in the store with Slim, and it gradually just started growing from that block. Yeah. And 
It is what it is today. Fifteen forty one West Boulevard. Hey, that's where it's at. Fifteen forty one West Boulevard. Platinum, Platinum, Platinum Plus Studio. Plus Studio. And store. There's other brands in there as well. Great brands, dope brands, Good and Evil, Trap Life. What else we got in there? Uh, um, your man that do the, the uh, what's my man? That Charlotte. 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 They in there, so they the, it's um, a lot of stuff in there. So but yeah, it's they a, show a lot of support. It's a lot of support. It's a lot of support. Uh, me and Slim talk about this. Uh, well, we did talk about this a, a lot, and um, hopefully he gets to see this. And um, I talked to him a lot about having a black mall mm. and having the first black mall. But really, man, that's the first black mall. Yeah, that that, that it's black as hell. <laughs> it's all black over there. It's the first. On West Boulevard, right there, 15, it's the first. Road, West Boulevard. It's, it's all black brands it's in there. It's all black everything. All black, black the everything. People black, the street black, the building's black. It's black. The brands in the store black. It's black. The police black. Everybody they, black. They white. <laughs> <laughs> everything black with the They white. They white. They white. Man, let me talk the podcast. Got my man Zeus from uh, Zoo Wear Apparel in the building tonight. Um, you also got... A store, you about to open your own store. Oh, the grand opening, get ready yeah. to go down. And I'm trying this to man remember, busy, man. I'm trying to I remember the, the address. It's 8432. Oh, I, I think Old I got a slide on rope. There you go. I'll look it up. But but let's but while, while I'm looking it up, talk about the store and the importance of you know opening so, your own joint. So, Mr. Brad Wallace, what up, Brad? Uh, this guy, Persistence. That's that's his that's his damn nickname or something, but. You know, he was telling me like, you know, let's do something. Let's 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 make something outside of what you're doing now. And mm -hmm. um, he brought a couple of locations to me, and I was interested right away just because of his his attitude towards business. Yeah, it's straightforward. He got a coffee shop, right? He has a coffee shop called the Gathering Grounds. What up, Gr uh, what up, uh, Brad, with the this, Gathering Grounds? Nah, I would say this is the second black-owned coffee shop I've ever ever seen in my life. So mm. it threw me off, and I was like. You do what? You like I got a barista, and I was like, "What the fuck?" All right, well, okay, I guess it'll work. Mm -hmm. So I went to his first location, and from there, he was like, "I don't want you here. Let's check some things out." And we 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 decided on a nice location, and here we are. And I it's what you, what you find? Eighty four thirty two <laughs> Old Statesville Road, Suite uh, two hundred is going down Thursday. There you go. Uh, Thursday, September the twenty fourth. No, 24th. that's 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 going down Friday. Are uh, you moving the, to Friday? Uh, no, I didn't move anything. Friday, okay. but Thursday is the soft launch. So, that's I, a so they can't come to that. That's a RSVP. Oh, this this for the VIPs. <laughs> Y'all invited, man. Y'all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pull up, man. I got you on my list, man. Fuck that shit. You good? I'm just kidding. So I'm <laughs> I wouldn't laugh. Just sound with laugh, man. You good. I got it's you. Like you it's up. I got you. Damn. It's you up. You looking at this, you viewing this, you hearing this. Hey. It sound with laugh. Yeah, you, you say good. you with that man, I can't say nothing. <laughs> it ain't, it's nothing I can say. You in there. So the soft launch is actually tomorrow on yeah. Thursday. I'm doing a soft launch. It's a uh, red carpet event with uh, some of the people that uh, that took uh, fine interest into the brand, mm -hmm. that's uh, uh, really supported the brand continuously. Um, and just some people that I support as well, um, and friends. So uh, that's Thursday. Friday, grand opening to the public from 9 to 9. Um, music playing. We got big old TVs in there. Like I said, we, me and the Gathering Grounds have collaborated, and we share a space. So there's coffee, pastries, cakes, 
yogurt, smoothie, all kinds of stuff. I didn't, man, I didn't even know they had all this stuff. So y'all side by side? We're in the same oh, space. The same space. Okay. It's, it, it, it's a ballroom floor. Okay. Like, so it's, it's really nice in there. And I, I invite everybody to come check it out. It's a different environment, a nice ambiance. Mm -hmm. So it's a little different. I, I think that having my second location is inspiring me to do a lot more. So I think the third and fourth location will probably soon that was soon to come too. Zeus, my man Zeus in the building from Zoo Air Apparel. Where you from? Cause we never talked about that. You know, oh, you got you got you repping the Charlotte hard. You repping the Charlotte brand hard. Where you from, Rich? Man, I met I met the Carolina Panthers here when they came here in '96. Okay. Um, I'm a military brat. Okay. So I was born on Camp Lejeune. Um, Vietnam. No, no, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay. Jacksonville. Um, so from there, my dad uh, got shipped off to Okinawa. Mm -hmm. So when I was two, they, me and mom and my sis went up there to Okinawa, stayed for a few years, and came back to Virginia. And then, bam, Charlotte. Been here since I was nine. Okay. So. Been here for a minute, so you long man. Anything over five years, you a shot team. Long minute. Well, I mean, the way you rep the brand, bro, you from here. I so just go on to claim it. Claim it? No, I ain't worried about not claiming because <laughs> look, when the when you've been in the back of CMPD car over twenty times, don't mm. nobody tell me where I'm from. That's what's up. You know. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Zeus. Why were you in the back of CMPD car over twenty times? Let me uh because I, driving while black. Driving while black. That's one charge for stuff. 21. Driving while black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> they pull you over 22 times for driving while black. I'm saying as a young kid, you know, the registrations might have been a little off. <laughs> a little off. Yeah. I'm just saying when when being detained, yeah. that's how I've been handled. Yeah. By this, this department in my younger years. You know, being older and having your stuff together, it's a little different, yeah. you know. So. so what made you get your stuff together? Because, you know, so many young men and so many um, youth don't get a chance to do it. You know what I mean? Like you said, you got shot twice. A lot of people don't get to come back from that. Um, a lot of people not granted their second chance. So what made you change your, your life and what you, you had going on? Hmm. It made me change my life. I think, I think being shot changed me a little bit, but the kids, definitely. Mm -hmm. Made me understand that it's bigger than arguing. It's bigger than being jealous. It's bigger than it's bigger than the small things. There's mm -hmm. so much more to life. I haven't experienced much loss, but I've 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 seen a lot of people around me experience it, and I'm I've just been grateful. And the kids brought that way up out of me. Mm -hmm. Just growth. Just seeing them grow. So. Speaking of kids, what would you say to, to the youth out there, man? That, you know, because a lot of them have dreams and they don't know how to follow their dreams. What would you say to them? Hmm. As, a, as a clothing designer right now, a successful clothing designer about to open a second store or going to a second store, like, what would you say? Because, you know, the youth look up to what we got going on as, as individuals that are somewhat successful. So what would you say? Um, you probably going to, to the youth. What would I say to them? You probably going through something um, that people don't know about, or something that you scared of that people may not know about. But when you show the world you, your heart, and what mind you do have, 
and what drive you can give to the world, everything changes for you. Giving up is uh, what Kobe say. I got a quote on one of his uh, commemorative. The moment you give up is the, uh, the same moment you let somebody else win. And whether it's a person or something that's keeping you back from doing what you want to do, the moment you give up, it wins. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, just to keep it brief, don't lose. That's what. Don't lose. And you know what, man? A lot of our youth are out here losing for various different for various reasons. A lot of reasons. You a lot of I mean? different. So, like a lot of them, I talk to a lot of them in and out community because I'm in and out community on a week to week, day to day basis. Man, can I say something? Go ahead, bro. man. Listen. How you do this every day? <laughs> man, when you talk about... Man, hi, man, this <laughs> man is there for people every day. Some some days I can't be there for my own kids, mm. but you are there every day for people that, that don't live in your house, that have no impact on your life, that, that probably don't even think about you when they leave because of the problems they, got, they have. It's, mm -hmm. It's phenomenal. I, I appreciate and it. And I, I admire it. Well, to answer your question, is like, it's what I was chosen to do. And I didn't choose it. God chose this for me. So once you live in your purpose and you live in, and I know it's cliche, a lot of people say it, but when when you're doing what God told you to do, it's, it can't nobody stop it. Can't nobody get in the way. And you don't even, you don't even move yourself. He'll move you. Like, you yeah. know, what I mean? it's a lot of days I might be up, like tonight, I might not get home to 12 o'clock. Like I got to be up at 4, 15, 4, 30 in the morning. And a lot of days, like, it's like, man, how am I get up, man? I'm up. I'm moving. And it, it's, it's a constant process. So that's how you know you living and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Because you don't even, it's like clockwork. Like, bam, 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 bam. Like, I don't have to, I don't even have to think about it. Like, it's just natural. So when yeah. I think when it come that easiness, that natural, it's, it's well, what God intended you, me to do. You, and you. if it ain't, then... God damn it! I'm. I mean, I appreciate well, whatever, whatever it is. Whatever it is, you gotta, gotta keep it. Keep yeah. it. Keep a lot of people you touch and going. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Definitely. But I get I get inspired by brothers like yourself, bro. Like myself, like this inspires me to see number one a black man doing his thing, opening stores, giving other people opportunity. Because what happens is a lot of people get to that get to that uh, next level of Jumanji and they don't pull nobody up with them. So that's what I get inspired by because I know I've seen you reach out to people. Uh, personally, I've seen you reach out to people and say, look, let's do this together. Let's collaborate. Collaboration over competition. Even with myself, like, you know, the way me and you met, you hit me on the phone from Cutty Book, like, listen, I need to link with you. Let's let's talk. Yeah. We, had, we had conversations and we're going to be making an announcement later on in the show. But, you know what I mean? I, I just like that, man. I, I just like that. You know, because a lot of brothers not even brothers, just a lot of people just won't won't give people knowledge. They won't tell you nothing. They won't help you up. They won't they'll push you down and, and, and step over you. And you're not like that. And I just love to see that, man. And I love to see black business men growing and, and continuing to be successful. And and like, you know, I brought you on the show because I knew you had a story to tell. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't know you've been shot before, but I just knew like something in my spirit said, that man got a story to tell outside. Yeah, right, of design. right off farm pond. What happened, man? So so let's go through that, man. How you get <laughs> shot, man? What you were doing, man? What you were doing? Selling shoes. Uh, selling shoes? Yeah. So you selling shoes and how it went? I popped the trunk. I mean, I felt like I knew I shouldn't have been in that area. Mm-hmm. But Inside I was pom -pom. Yeah, it was going good that week. So yeah. I, shit, I <laughs> pulled up like I always do. I mean, I'm do it anyway. I still do it. That didn't scare me. It yeah. didn't keep me from doing what I do. Like a lot of people know me, and from making you know making them fly. Shit, mm -hmm. I like making people fly. 
Mm-hmm. So there ain't nothing stop me from doing that, you know. But they try to take me out, ain't, ain't work. It was a rapper. Yeah, attempted. I mm-hmm. smacked the gun down. That's how they, that's how they shot me in the arm. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, in those situations, man, it's it's, it's they always say it's fight or run. There's some fight or flight shit for real. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I, I did both. Fight and run. Yeah, I did both. But man, listen, when you still here to tell the story. Yeah. So. That's a blessing in itself. And then make more kids too. That's a, that's a real blessing. Yeah. 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 What do you what do you want to see happen with your kids, man? Because a lot of men, you know, we pour into our kids and we have hopes and dreams for them. So what do you want to see happen with your kids? I had a talk with my dad about this the other day. Um, what do I want to see with them? Mm-hmm. I want to see them end up good people. I want to uh, I want to end up seeing them follow some of the morals that I instilled in them. But there's nothing that I want them to be because it's too, they, they're too smart. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're going to be, I think it's up to them. Mm-hmm. But I think if they follow some of the guidelines me and their parents put in place, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Yeah. And I just heard you say, you was talking to your dad about it. You know, a lot of us young men didn't really grow up, grow up with that, having that conversation piece with our father. What, are you, what is you and your dad relationship like? <laughs> oh man, that's a, it's a, it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, everybody's relationship older with their parents is just It's different. crazy, yeah. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what you learn about older, uh, and when you get old, because I'm probably going to be the same way, you just don't want to be bothered sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, you know, because he's been there. He's always been there. Anytime I call him, I get full advice. It's never that he's not available. But with these kids, <laughs> with my kids, mm-hmm. he just has a life. And it's, you know, I'm learning that I can't force my life on his or my mom. So I just let them chill. I don't bother them much. I just let them, you know, I, I gave them a lot of hell. So Growing up? Yeah, so <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't really bother them too much. So, what what advice um, has your father given you that that's stuck out in your mind? Like it could be from back in the day. It could be. I late. told you in the beginning of the interview, we not Houdini. That was it. That was it. About women. About women. Okay. We not Houdini, and he didn't have to give me advice about my kids or being a father because the example he set was so strong. So it just I just grew into it. So. He he tried to he tried to let me know to chill out. Yeah, <laughs> sit your head down. Yeah, yeah. But but I think that uh, when I have problems with my kids, uh, compartmentalized problems, mm-hmm. he just gives me the perfect the perfect answer every time. So it just it just depends on the on the situation. He mm-hmm. just perfect. Lola Belair, we you listen to Let Me Talk the podcast. You already know. We keep it a thousand cause a hundred ain't enough. My man Zeus from Zooway Apparel in the building tonight. All right, so if you wasn't doing, if you wasn't doing clothes, what would you be doing? Damn. <laughs> Don't say trap. <laughs> no, no, no. no. It- Listen. Look at him over there. Your body like, shit, I don't know. Listen. Might have to make a player or two. Look, me and that guy seen Cummins turn into Catherine Simmons. We seen that. Yeah. So there's never going back to that. We ain't going back to that. That's where you're from? You're from Cummins Avenue? I'm from... 
Capsule Mine. Okay, we, okay, that's where we used to walk. Yet. Yeah, we used to walk to the Y from our spot. McCord. But when we got older and I left college, we landed on Captain Simmons right after they yeah, changed. Well, it. Cummins then, yeah, then they changed it. If you're from Charlotte, you know it's Cummins. Yeah, it was it was a, it was an accident, Simmons. but we learned a lot. Yep. And I'm not going back. <laughs> you can't go. <laughs> Hell no, not going, going back. back no, no. You know my first, my first biz. I, I, uh, I got in some trouble when I was around. Again, it was one of those times he was driving my back. One of them twenty-two times. It was in South Carolina. That time. <laughs> Now that that was in South Carolina, so that was definitely driving wild. Black. <laughs> Damn, you know, definitely. Yeah, the rules were different down there. It was a little different, but then you know, that kind of that kind of changed some things for me too. But yeah, I uh. I just feel like this all a blessing, man. Mm-hmm. Meeting you like how we meeting. You know, you don't remember, but when I was in high school, I was down there at the station for the step team with Sheila Stewart. Oh wow, boy, you took it way back. West Mech. West Mech step team. Tone X in the building tonight too. That's what, and that's, where is he at? He right, there. he right there. He right there. He in the building. He just observing yeah, tonight. Yeah. He in the I audience. Mean, he in the audience. I, I was in the <laughs> But yeah, but uh, but yeah, man, I remember y'all guys. I grew up listening to y'all in the morning, man. Well, appreciate Bre- it. Was it Breakfast Brothers? That was Tone. Tone was with the Breakfast Brothers. Then I came. They they allowed me to take over after them. Oh, you was okay. Okay. I okay, was okay. after them. Yeah, yeah man. Then Tone was with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was after them. <laughs> you, know, you, you sure you want it? Yeah. No? I, I, I went with them. I, I came after them. My man Tone was together <laughs> in the morning too, though. So yeah, you probably heard us a little bit too. What high school you went to? West Mac. West, oh, West Mac. Oh, yeah, we definitely yeah. just cut West Mac a lot, so. That's yeah. What's up. Yeah. Yeah. What did, did, so, speaking of being in school, like, did any of your teachers tell you anything? Because you say you were bad growing up, so did any of your <laughs> no, teachers tell was... you anything in school? Like, what, what was what was your school life like? Like, did you do your work? I, obviously, you passed, I hope. Well, you say you went to college. I, I, was, so I left a scholar. I left high school a scholar. Okay, I was like 63 of uh, 300 and something. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do bad. Yeah. So I always nah. Sixty three is good out of three hundred. Academically, I would, I would, I was. <laughs> I told my dad was a marine, so academically, I wasn't, I wasn't no slouch ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was just always, you know, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't. Yeah. So in high school, it was kind of that. I played sports, so I had to make sure I didn't get in too much trouble. Yeah, because you got to stay on the team. Student government. That was that. I feel I, they they kicked me off that shit. Hold on, man. You was, what, what was you in student government? You remember class president? Went, what you run for? I was class vice. I was school <laughs> vice president, and they kicked me off. They had the the damn security following me, taking pictures of me high. Huh? High. Damn. You get high high school, bro. Listen, I told you I'm from the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you let you. I'm no, I think I know what it is. I know Every, what it is. Yeah, all, all my all my homies that I know, you know, if they, you know, God bless their soul. If they not dead, they they in some they doing some time. That's what's up. All of them, most of them. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad to be able to see one of them that that came home after doing a long time, mm. and he get to be affiliated with the brand. So. That's what's up. And you know what, man? Like, like you know, you ever reflect on your school years? Be like, damn, I should have listened this time, or I should have did this this time. Do you ever sit back and think about any of that stuff? Hell no. <laughs> what I shouldn't have listened to is anybody. Mm-hmm. Anybody. I didn't. I mean, I listened to a lot of sh- no coaches or nothing. What sports you play? I I, I should have listened to my basketball coach the senior year because I was about yeah, to start. Like that, y'all listen, this, listen this to your basketball coach. coach. Listen to your listen coach. Listen to your basketball coach. Listen to best. your coach. Yeah. I was starting. 
and I, 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 I fucked it up. And I think that might have changed, it might change things. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you get opportunities, even when you're young, seize the moment. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. Seize the moment, capture it, kill that shit, and don't lose. That's, That's it. it. That's it. That's it. Do it. I don't, like, do it. Then you'll see. You'll see two years from, from, from when you made that decision how shit is. And then you make some more decisions within that two years. And you really see how shit is in three years. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And then, you know what? That's what I tell people, man. I, I, this is what I tell people. Like, you don't always get a second chance for <laughs> opportunity. Like, you got to take advantage of the opportunity when it first come in because you, do not, you might not necessarily get a second chance to achieve that opportunity. So I tell people, when you got an opportunity, you got to do it right then because it might not never come around again. Might not never come around again. So you got to take facts. the opportunity the first time. And I think a lot of people make a uh, mistake thinking, well, I, if I don't do it this time, I can get it the next time. On certain opportunities. Man, opportunities don't always come like that. Oh. So let's talk about the business side. We Let's touch on that. Like, you know, because a lot of people want to start a business. They don't know how to start a business. Walk us through, like, you know what I mean, starting a business, setting up LLC, or how you do all that. And then um, walk us through the part. Because a lot of people don't know. Like, a lot of people are agreeing to it. They don't They don't know. And, you know, um, also about going about going into a building, because you actually going into a building this week. So how do you even begin that? But Like, if I'm at home... And I know I got some talent, and I want to start a brand, or I want to start anything. Like, what is my first step I need to make? Like, what was your first step? Hmm. Or one of them? My first step was to create an image, a logo, or something that you can understand. That looks good. Mm -hmm. That you can understand. Because if you can understand what you create, it doesn't matter if people can understand what you create. If you can explain mm -hmm. what you created for people, they'll respect it. So find out what it is that you're good at. And don't worry about outside thought before you create. Create it. Do. And then put it out there and see the response. And when you get feedback from people, don't get mad. Take the feedback. Mm-hmm. You have, that's, that's part of the building process in any brand, any logo, anything that you do is feedback. Ask people, get real opinions. Don't be involved with superficial opinions. Get real opinions. Then proceed monetizing your idea. That may be, however, eBay or, or uh, Etsy or a market, any kind of market, whether it be online or whether it be local and then once you find out that you got something good then you go get legal i don't i understand people talk legal and all of this but why create so much legal around bad ideas find mm -hmm. something that you're good that's good for you then monetize it then le then legalize it then make sure can't nobody steal it and take off yeah so how do, how do you begin to um Legalize it and monetize it. Like, how do you, how, how, like, what do you do in that step? Um, well, legalizing it is, is part of the LLC and the trademarking process. Mm -hmm. when you so you got to get an LLC. You, you definitely, when you, how do when you set that up? You go online. Just Google LLC. I ain't going to tell you who to go through. Just Google LLC. And there's going to be plenty of companies that come up that provide you that service, 
whether it be expedited or a service that you gotta wait. And there are actually certain states that you can get better tax credits in. I don't get into all that because whatever. People know that and they, if you really dig into it, you'll find out. So you can Google how to start an LLC in any state? Yeah, you can Google how to do anything in the world. And I mm. tell my kids that all the time. If, I, if, if I'm busy and they have a question I feel like they can Google, I tell them to Google it. I mm. can answer it, but why, why, why won't they can Google it? Yeah. So I think that if it's something that you have a question about in your business that you don't know, or that you want to fix or change or uh, make better, Google it and see what happens. There it is, man. We out here with it tonight. You know what it is. My man Zeus from Zooway Apparel. Let me talk the podcast. We keep it a thousand because a hundred ain't enough. Like I said, we had something to talk about tonight. We told him we got an announcement. First of all, we're doing the soft opening tomorrow. Uh, if you RSVP, you come. Grand yeah. opening on Friday. Grand opening, grand on, opening Friday. on Friday. Everybody come to the grand opening on Everybody Friday. Everybody make sure you I pull up. I sent you out there, so come on out there. Come on out there. Pull up. Pull up. And it's going down to 8432 Old Statesville Road. That's where it's going on the grand Sweet opening on Friday. Sweet, Sweet 200. 200. So you can see a black man opening his own business doing his own thing you're gonna have all the charlotte apparel in there all the zooey apparel oh, definitely i got some unreleased uh apparel that's gonna be in there um probably not gonna put it out you just gotta come in there and check it out uh like i said the zoo baby line came in so i got women's apparel i probably won't put that out either you come check that out too at the location it, it, it eventually it'll be out there but come check it out and you you gonna tell them or you want me to tell them? You better tell them. You gonna tell them? You got the announcement. You want me to announce? You got the announcement. You ain't got the announcement. You got announcement. So uh, I teamed up with Zoo Apparel, coming out with my own line. Y'all'll be able to purchase it. Uh, we're gonna have some pieces ready on apparel, so it'll be in the store. Y'all go through there, buy my apparel, support your boy. Yeah, it's a, it's about to be a good ride. Yeah, um, we teamed it's some, up. It's some it's some no real clothing line. So it's I'm some real it. dope things about to come out of Limb Clothing. Limb, um, Limb. So the name of the clothing is uh, Zero Limits by Zooey Apparel. Limb, live, elevate, motivate. Live, elevate, motivate. And he embodies every bit of that. So, so. That's, that's what we're about, man. So we want you to live, elevate, motivate. Come on and get that uh, Zero Limits well by Zooey. That Limb well. We in there, man. So. Hey, you know I'm be promoting that heavy. I, I just, right. I'm ready to see the samples because he already showed me some. You ain't bringing that tonight, did you? No, 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 no. He ain't bringing that tonight. But I, I just, I just can't wait to y'all see it, man. This man, yeah, the my man Zeus is amazing for the and, city. It's gonna be a cold yeah. winter. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be a cold winter, winter baby. It's gonna be a cold winter. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> like this is, like I'm excited because like this is my first time doing something like this. And and I'm doing it with 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 somebody who started from the ground up from the city, um, a, a African American man got his own store. So I'm super excited, bro. I cannot wait. Man, I can't wait. I can't. I wait. already know it's gonna be it's gonna be an easy transition I, from, I can't from wait. what you do now to this. You got it. It's going. It's going. I already know. <laughs> I, I seen the design. I already know. Yeah, you designed it. <laughs> I already know. Y'all so, just got to So, Cam, I might get you some. Smitty, you good. Oh I don't know about Cam. I don't know about Cam. Because Cam be tripping every time I'm in here. Songs. He gets some right away. <laughs> Cam got put in a little special order. I don't know. I don't know. Smitty getting his right away. We getting, we gonna, yours come to pull up. Right, right when they come in, we pulling right up on Smitty. So, man, um, what are you most excited about about uh, your store opening this week? Oh, man, just seeing the faces um, and getting my team involved finally in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I, I think um, so much of, how, of what I put into the brand has kind of been 
not not me because my family has really been a really really important part of the growth mm -hmm. and uh, the work they put in. But you know, my friends, the people that supported the brands, I finally got a time to a, a chance to get them involved mm -hmm. as far as whether you know working as an employee or promoting the brand wherever they're at. And I I, I want to implement um, like cameo appearances from people in the city that have you know a decent following that want to come promote their work at the store mm -hmm. and also want to promote the store with their work so it's a lot of things that i'm trying to you know plan out that could be a part of the store's makeup so I'm definitely gotta, about definitely gotta do um definitely gotta do a wall of fame with the store man and people to stop by because oh, yeah. i think when you put that shot again that they definitely gonna come yeah and they, you know you definitely gotta capture that moment um What's next for you, bro? You got you got a lot of you got a lot of stuff popping. You um, you doing something outside of the clothing line, like you going into like like anything else, any other type of business for you? Oh man, I wanna um, I thought about getting into selling like maybe cars, but I'm so I'm so into fashion design at this point. I really want to get into other brands, um, produced by me, of course, but maybe just. Uh, targeted to different, you know, demographics, mm -hmm. something like that. So I'm trying to really just immerse myself in the fashion world. Um, and I could do other things, but why not do other things within, you know, fashion? Uh, before we leave, before we get off here, man, I got to give you a big shout out for doing the whole Zooway Kobe tribute. Because, man, when you came up with the Kobe jackets, the Kobe line, like, it was amazing. And the way you captured it, like, the way you capture it, on the clothes, man. It's just, it's just dope. Yeah, like, uh, uh, Los Angeles showed up, man. They um, they bought that, they bought that collection out. Yeah. In, in Los Angeles, you don't see too many people in Charlotte with those. Jackets. I got a few pieces. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely got. I definitely got a definitely few pieces. Got, but it, it, you, you don't see, you don't see it. Like Breland, he's in Kansas City. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. A lot of support from Los Angeles when uh, when Kobe passed, and it, it hit me because, you know, I started, you know, when when people like that die, you start kind of. People say, you know, don't you give people roses when they're dead, but you know, you can't it just. That sometimes the death brings, you know, more attention to what their life meant to, mm -hmm. you know, and people mm -hmm. kind of dig into that when when somebody dies, and that's what I did with Kobe, and it was like, dang, it's more to the man. Mm -hmm. When you find out that it's more to the man. You gotta do something. You gotta do something. You just can't do nothing, even yeah, yeah. if it's taking on. Nah, you brought it. You know, I mean, like you know, to be uh, uh, completely transparent, like I didn't, I wasn't like no huge, huge Kobe fan, but I respected him as a man, and I respected him as a basketball player and as a father. But um, you know, so when he passed, though, it was just like damn. Yeah. Cause I, I like, I remember we was all in the gym, we was playing basketball on a Sunday, and when it first came down, we was like, man, this can't be true. And then you know we was waiting. You waiting on the sites, you know, because you yeah, need incredible yeah. sight for it to come from. Right. Then it started coming in from incredible sites, and this was like people just was stopping where they was at. Like, damn man, Kobe. For me, it like was, Kobe. I didn't believe it. I said, yeah, you gotta show me something. I yeah. didn't believe nothing. And then I saw a video. It kind of hit me. Like, oh, it might be real. Then. Yeah. And then it's it's just one of them times when you lose somebody that you not somebody that you know, but 
you felt like you were close, like if you know, like if nah, he meant so much. He meant so much to the world, like though. That, like yeah, like even yeah. Jackson, it was like what the hell? Like I grew up dancing like this dude, you know? Yeah. With Kobe, you grew up trying to shoot threes. You try ball hog like this dude. <laughs> you trying to make sure you're taking over the game like this dude. I still, I still want to do the damn. Reverse dunk on two dudes. <laughs> when he came under the basket. Yeah, the nah, he was, Kobe was a monster as a basketball player. I still want to do that. I can't do it, but you know, shit. Yeah, I mean, but, he but, just he just does that to you. But yeah, you you captured that whole moment, man. It was it was dope, and and I appreciate you the pieces that that you gave to me, man. That that's you know what I mean. So man, that's dope. Um, oh yeah. Speaking of, of of people passing away, you know, I ain't gotta do anything with the whole Black Panther with with Chad with Bozeman. Are you thinking about doing anything? Yeah, I looked I looked into it. Um, I, what I do, um, I always kind of you know survey the field mm-hmm. and um see what everybody else is doing before I you know fall into it. Mm-hmm. I like to you know take my time and eventually, yeah, definitely, it's gonna be something dope that I you know, and it might be just something simple. But I'm definitely the any fallen soldier. Like I still got a lot to do for Black Lives Matter. I know I took a little time getting to it. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot, you know, that can be done and that will be done for that movement also. So it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. I wanna. I'm, I can't wait to work with these artists that I just met. Mm-hmm. They want to get their artwork into merch. Yeah. And I'm excited about that more than a lot of things. So just to get, you know, give a lot of people the platform to do different things mm-hmm. with what they already doing is crazy. But Black Panther definitely yeah. definitely got to do something with that. Definitely. Uh, my man Zeus Z Way Apparel. How to how can we follow you and follow the brand on Instagram, Facebook, and social media? Oh man, just get on Instagram and hit me at Z Way Apparel. That's Z E U W A Y Apparel. Yeah, you, you might have to spell apparel for that. Apparel. Yeah, not I'm apparel. not. Listen, once you hit Z E U. Everything Zuway gonna pop up. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. You're not gonna have to go for it. You're gonna have two P's, three R's, this one L. E E U in your in your Instagram. It's now, gonna you come just up. Pick one of those. Just follow it. Stay tight. We gonna we gonna get you. We gonna get something posted that's new. That you you just gotta have on. You gotta drip right. You gotta drip you right. Gotta drip right. Speaking of dripping right, man, you got the grand opening of the store Friday. So are you gonna um? Are there gonna be any exclusive pieces for this grand opening? Oh yeah, the whole store. Okay, so uh, you coming? You coming brand new everything? Everything. What do you mean? <laughs> Not brand new everything. Everything in the store you ain't seen before. Ain't no ain't nobody ever known about. I can't wait, man. I can't Everything wait. 8432 Old Statesville Road Friday. The public can come in. I'm gonna tell y'all about it uh, after tomorrow. Cause uh, yeah, I'm going in there tomorrow. He might be then pulled out everything his damn <laughs> self. I make sure something in there left in there. Man, congratulations. Thank you. Much Thank continued you. success, man. I appreciate you stopping through. Oh, yeah. Let me talk the podcast. The podcast where we keep it a thousand. Cause a hundred ain't enough. Hey, that's my man. Zeus from Zoo Wear Apparel. I'm No Limit Larry. I see y'all next week. Let me talk. Yeah. Hey. 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 What's going on in the world? No, we gotta speak about it. Change the type of what's your favorite hobby. Change it back. I'm pro black. Switch it up. Discuss the new ways to make the money stack. No Limit Larry. Speaking all facts from the North Cap to the South Cap. Let me talk.